0: Hey everyone! We are back today and talking all about what it's like to be a woman working in primarily male-dominated workplaces. While many industries that center around STEM have previously been known as having primarily male-dominated workforces, we're actually seeing the gender landscape change. And we have ideas on how to continue to improve gender equality within it. Join us as we talk through how organizations can empower and support women to succeed throughout their careers as workers, as mothers, as caretakers, and partners. Please note that these conversations are based on employees' personal experiences and are not reflective of the Happy Money brand.
1: Hi, my name is Laura. Um, I'm here with my friend, Sonia.
2: How are you feeling today? Thank you, Laura, for that uh, introduction. So yeah, uh, I'm feeling like a uh, thrilled and a little bit nervous because this is my first podcast. So thank you uh, for my company for this opportunity. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of mixed feeling and I'm happy to be here with you, Laura.
1: Awesome. I totally hear you. I'm definitely nervous too. And yeah, I've never been on a podcast before, so this is an interesting experience, but I'm also really excited um, to talk with you today. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Um, since we both work remotely, um, I'm very happy to get to talk to you today and learn more about you and your career. Um, we both are women in STEM, and I would like to know a little bit more about your story. Like, what was it like for you to begin your career in STEM, which is typically a male dominated industry?
2: That's a great question, Laura. So yeah, uh, so I have started like an engineering in the STEM industry, like around like 16 years back. So I have joined as a like software engineer, and as you know, in that time, it's like a typically like male dominated entry. And oftentimes I was like the only woman in that, like uh, my team, actually, I was the only woman in, in my starting career, uh, starting time. I was the only woman in my team. And uh, it was like a little bit difficult to prove like myself uh, in those times so it took like a lot of persistence and then uh, sometimes we need to like, work a little bit harder to prove or like hear ourselves but it definitely changed over the course of my career. Uh, I have been then it was the same industry I worked over all these years but I was able to see like different kind of like changes happening in the industry where uh, women are like being heard more they were able to often speak up so uh uh So I was able to navigate through that kind of a journey. And uh, I moved on to like a leadership position in my last company. And there I got a lot of chance to like mentor and then bring up like women uh, who were like in the STEM industry. So that is one great thing. And uh, yeah, it was like a quite remarkable journey. And uh, yeah, how about you? Um,
1: So yeah, before I, um, so I'm relatively new to engineering. I would say the past two years is when I joined the engineering field. Um, Prior to that, I was in finance, which is also another male-dominated field. So by the time I came over to engineering, I was, you know, pretty used to being the only female on a team, Um, which, you know, there's no issue for me. Um, I feel like I've always had great colleagues whether they've been male or female Um, one interesting thing that I've had is um, I've had quite a few female managers Um, so I think to me I never really because I've had like female managers who were also like great role models I never really even thought about there being like me being the only female on my team or you know one of the few females in my department um and yeah I've always like felt like you know my male colleagues have always like treated me fairly and you know if they raise a point about something I haven't felt like it's because I'm a female it's like okay maybe if they didn't like an idea of mine maybe it just wasn't a good idea or I didn't explain it clear enough um one funny story I was thinking of is like because like again it's interesting for us to talk about about this and like I said to me like I don't even think about it like being you know when I've been the only female on a team but one time I was interviewing for a position like in a, you know at a finance firm and the hiring manager was like I don't know he was just like very like concerned about me being the only female on the team there and like for me it was like no big deal like he asked me that I was like oh yeah that's no big deal but I just like thought that was like so interesting that like he made a big deal about it and for me it's like oh, okay like male female doesn't matter to me it's like you know as long as it's good colleagues like that works for me and mm-hmm. i'm not afraid to be the only female in the room and not afraid to share the spotlight either
2: all right yeah good that you had that kind of exposure like where everything was like fair i think it you didn't have that kind of thing. Maybe it was different for the hiring manager. They were in some kind of a biased place. I'm not.
0: I think, yeah, I think they were
1: just like, you know, I wanna yeah. obviously
2: Caring or be fair to
1: them. And I think, you know, it's probably just, they might've been a little, you know, overprotective. And, uh, you okay. know, so being in a, you know, male dominated field, you know, it's probably takes like some learning.
2: On the parts of men, I guess, to figure these things out. Right, right. That's also good. Yeah. Even I was like uh, very fortunate to have some kind of very caring like male workers also. Like at times even we have to work in like very late night shifts and all. And there was a place where it is not secure for women to travel during those shifts. They were like very productive. Wow. So uh, I was like very fortunate to work with those kind of people. Uh yeah, <laughs> one kind of an example where we get like workplace support, right? Like in during these kind of things. So yeah. Great. And how do you think like we can encourage like other young women to pursue careers in this STEM uh, industry where it is like considered to be a male dominated world?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um I guess uh, I I don't know what this is like particular to just encouraging like women to study STEM or just like people in general but um like one thing that I feel like made a difference for me was so I in college I was a math major but like when I began I didn't really know what I could do with math um because it's just you know one of those things it's like you know you're told the sky's the limit but then you're like wait what can I actually do and I feel like you know nowadays there's it's a lot more clear. Like there's data science and all this other interesting, you know, career options out there. Whereas mm-hmm. like back then, I was like, either you became a teacher or you became an actuary, but you were still told you could do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that like I don't know encouraged me was like you know I had professors that you know would bring in speakers that showed what you could do with a math degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know I again like I that might be more like how to encourage like people in general to go into STEM um but for me that definitely helped with seeing like what I could do with that degree Mm -hmm. um what about you do you have any like thoughts on this
2: yeah I think like um one thing what i would have liked uh, i had some kind of like clear goal uh, like especially with that i wanted to like pursue in like STEM field that was something like i thought after my high school itself so that place it was clear but what i wanted is kind of like some kind of um mentorship and then uh right like you have like so many options out there uh like you mentioned like math it's sky's the limit so there are like so much options out there so i wanted like uh it was like really uh, i really needed some kind of mentorship during that time like okay what could be like uh what could be the kind of field which is like in align with my like uh strength and weakness because i have a degree doesn't mean i have like all the ability to navigate through the field so with all this like my strength or like my goals right like uh, somebody wants to like uh have some kind of financial stability so they can go to a like very kind of like uh challenging or like very uh time-consuming jobs or somebody wants to aspire or do something for the world with the kind of stem information or knowledge they have so i definitely wanted something like that so i wanted to contribute and kind of like uh, uh what do some kind of like product <laughs> creation so it was like kind of personal interest it's not like uh, you're doing something major to do, but to satisfy like what I like so I have contacted like few uh like mentors who were already in this uh, stem field and they guided me during that time which was like really helpful so I think like it helps like the people right who is passing out of college they they have like this kind of general information so if we have uh, like some kind of mentorship program or like kind of uh like like a professor or role models who are already in those kind of field, they give some kind of lectures, it definitely helps uh, them. So yeah, I agree with you, like in that line.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I definitely had like, you know, mentors throughout my career and a lot of them weren't like necessarily assigned to me, but it was like, luckily okay. when you know, I was coming up, like LinkedIn was becoming a bigger deal. So I would just look at people in my like university network and reach out to them. Like if they had a job that seemed interesting. And, you know, a lot of times when you're like, hey, I want to learn more about your career, people are more than happy to take, you know, 15 minutes to talk with you about it. Um, And then, you know, some people you won't hear back from, but that's okay. Most people would, you know, like to take the time and talk
2: to you. Great, yeah building uh, like networks right that's another point now we have like so much social media so which helps these people to build a network like before they enter mm-hmm. into the industry um so that is also one great things happening here people can definitely make use of this kind of like networks social media in a like good way to like empower mm-hmm. them and they step into that role yeah, yeah for sure um so i'm curious what are some
1: changes that you would like to see in the field
2: in our field like uh, in the field like in general for women right yeah so it's kind of debatable uh, right like there is uh, so many progresses happening there are a lot of women who are already coming to coming into leadership positions uh and like not only STEM right like you see everywhere like in mm-hmm. politics like STEM everywhere like they are coming to leadership positions uh and taking like great decisions which is kind of like a motivation for aspiring young women. uh yeah this is like uh and I would say like we should have like more kind of like thing that should progress and a uh, supportive environment for like working mothers that will be like another way uh, i know i don't think like every company has some kind of like features to support those people definitely a remote environment is a great position where like they are supported but where they have to go and work in person uh, there would be more it would be like to have like more kind of like supporting features uh, paid leaves parental leaves uh, another thing I could think of as like uh, pay equality so that's like kind of a topic which is there uh, in the industry so not all the companies are adopting it but I, I'm seeing a positive trend towards like majority of them are like adopting to it saying about it so these things these are the some things that we could do to uplift uh, or like yeah how about you Laura what do you think
1: Yeah, I think those are great answers. Um, One thing that you mentioned that I can definitely relate to is, you know, more progress for working moms. Um, So anyone that knows me knows I have a two-year-old and, you know, so much of my life revolves around him. Um, So I definitely hear you on that. Um, Just like a few things that come to mind is, and I've seen this done really well at some companies I've been a part of is like more like parental leave in general for both parents Um, and it's funny it's one of those things like normally you just think of like you know we should guarantee you like good maternity leave for you know moms but really like I think if you have equal parental leave for you know both parents Mm -hmm. like that really helps level the playing field because I know I've definitely heard the like, unfortunately, there's, you know, a bias that's held, like, when you're a woman of a certain age, if you go to interview for a job, someone might, a hiring manager might look at you and say, like, oh, this woman might have a kid in a year, and then I have to essentially hire two people, and because they know that, you know, if you have a, well, they're assuming you might have a kid and then go on maternity leave, and then that leaves them, you know, for a few months without someone. And really, if you have like both parents entitled to the same leave, and if we make it more commonplace for dads to take that leave off, then I feel like there's no need to have that bias because then you could look at, you know, a male of really any age and say like, okay, he's just as likely to have a kid in a year from now and take three months off to, um, so I think that, you know, some companies are definitely recognizing that there's value and well, that there's definitely value that dads need time off to because, you know, they're just as sleep deprived as the moms um, and, you know, they have brain fog and have just experienced this big change in their lives. But also, again, like leveling the playing field. Um, another thing that I've been like thinking about recently, this is, you know, I'm not saying this is necessarily like what I need. But something I've heard other moms say, um, which is like, you know, if there was more of an option for part-time work, like, like in the STEM field, I think that could help, you know, keep women in the STEM field and be working, you know, be working moms at the same time, because like anyone that has a young kid knows it can be crazy for the first few years, but a lot of women don't want to stop working either because you want to keep developing your skills. Like I love working. I find it very intellectually, you know, stimulating, but sometimes I'm like, man, I really wish, you know, I only worked 30 hours instead of 40 hours. So I could have that extra time with my son at this age. Um, so I don't know, those are just some ideas that I think, again, like parental leave, I feel like, companies are starting to value that all parents should take parental leave. Um, So I think that there's definitely a trend, like a positive trend there. But like, if I could imagine (laughs) a world with like more like, you know, flexibility around working, whether it's part time work, or like you mentioned, more remote work, um, that would be pretty awesome.
2: Flexible work hours, right? Especially like when when in India, mm-hmm. yeah. that would have been like yeah. great actually. A lot of people, I think that brings out a great thing also, right? A lot of moms they they were like taking a break or something, and it is like hard for them to come back because of this thing. Mm-hmm. But if there yeah. is a position like this, it definitely encouraged them to like not take a break and then continue, right? Okay, like I have an option, and then I don't need to like sacrifice my career goals or aspirations. For because of like this, so my my company or like companies are like providing this kind of like flexibility for me to be like a male working sorry female working woman or yeah or working yeah. Woman, I would say generally <laughs> like you mentioned right both 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 will be like kind of in the same boat so yeah I mm-hmm. hope yeah that kind of like initiative from our industries will be like definitely helpful or I I think that's a great point actually. Yeah,
1: the other thing that I just thought of as we were talking about this is, I know, well, I don't really know too many companies that do this, but every now and then I hear about one that offers like a sabbatical. Like normally if you've been there for so many years, mm-hmm. um, I don't even know like what this looks like, but normally it's like, I don't know, maybe you take a few months to you yeah. know take a break and do something. <clears throat> and it's one of those things like, you know, you have a job to come back to and whether that was just something that was like, paid or unpaid I feel like so many people in general like you know Mm. men and women parents and non-parents could really benefit from like you know maybe someone just wants to travel for a few months and clear their mind or you know maybe someone wants to spend more time with their kids in the summer you know something like that like I think could be really cool in general but again not specific to
2: women but just you know
1: any
2: industry in general yeah and on that I just want to like comment on what uh, like some companies doing are like uh they gave like programs for the women who already like take a break and they mm-hmm. encourage them to come back so I forgot the name of the program but they encourage them like they those opportunities are like specifically for like women who women or men who took a career break and mm-hmm. they are given like think some kind of like coaching and all before they come back so they they do those those kind of initiatives also so we are like definitely like future (laughs) those kind of programs definitely are good and I uh, appreciate
1: I fully agree and like I like what you just mentioned right then when you said like for you know like women and men because like you know, so many times in society, we stereotype the mom as, you know, if someone's gonna like, leave their career careers, be a stay at home parent, you know, people just assume it's the mom. But like, I don't know, I always say, whatever works for a family, you know, mm-hmm. is great. Whether it's the dad stays at home, no one stays at home. Like, you know, I think we just need to be supportive of people and their, you know, life decisions, as long as it's not harming anyone. Yeah, that's been a great conversation. So yeah, um, just to conclude, um, what do you want to be known for in this field? What type of legacy do you want to leave behind and be
2: remembered for in the STEM field? It's a very wonderful question, Laura. So when I'm thinking what I would like to be remembered as a woman who's not afraid to speak up, uh stand for like what she wanted to achieve and help other people uh to achieve their goals or like support them during their journey with the knowledge what she had learned so that is what I think I wanted to be remembered about uh, if I may ask the same question what do you think Laura yeah that is it's
1: a tough question And I think to think about, um, but I definitely want to be known for my knowledge um, and how much I can contribute. Um, And I want to be known as a leader, but like a, you know, a good leader, someone that inspires people and motivates them and, you know, supports others and brings them up um, because, you know, you want to bring up everyone around you, not just yourself. Um, And yeah, I I want to be a good mentor to others that want to get in the field as well. Um, So yeah, I, I think those would be some good things to be remembered for. But luckily, I think we both have a long way in our career. So, you know, a lot of time to work on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a journey, right? Like we learn, it's not like a stop or milestone, it's like journey, we gather all this knowledge. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm not even kidding with you. What I was not expecting when we were recording this episode was to be sitting here taking crazy notes about some of the amazing program ideas that work to place could honestly unlock for women and even men to support them throughout their different life stages. Laura and Sonya brought the ideas and I was so inspired by their thoughtfulness and just like proactive mindset that both of them have as they pave the way for other women to join careers in the STEM world. But next episode, we actually conclude our Women's History Month podcast series by talking about taking ownership of your career. And honestly, no matter who you are, if you're tuning in, you are going to be hit with some serious fire and wisdom for our amazing women duo. I cannot wait for you to listen. We'll see you there.